fist pumping, handshaking, and spreading that COVID all around planet Earth. This is shooting the shit. going on and welcome to shooting the shit july 14th 2022 what is going on how are you that was Susie and the banshees with kiss them for me an awesome freaking tune love it let's get going let's get started with this crazy ass week that's going on i know you just heard from me on friday uh Last Friday, I guess it was, I did the podcast. Now you're hearing from me on Thursday, which it's getting to be like, uh, again, I didn't know whether I want to continue to keep doing this, but whatever. I, I, I enjoy talking to you about it. So let's get started with this whole shaking caboodle. Anyway, let's start out with a story here. Um, let's go backwards a little bit here to uh, Ovadi, Uvalde, Texas, the school shooting. The whole school shooting situation, what we know what happened in, in, in Ovadi, Texas, uh, a few weeks back with the school shooting at Rob Elementary School. Um, there's new video out showing officers standing down uh, and, and actually waiting out the active shooter situation. Um, in a new video released, the video shows several uh, armed officers standing, uh, you know, around and, you know, armed and ready at the end of the hallway um, where the classroom was with the active shooter uh, holding hostages where obviously children were killed, teacher was killed. Um, <laughs> as the you know, the thing I look at with that, there's a couple different reasons that I can think of why they stood down. Um, but to me, as the officers, you know, they, they stood waiting for, you know, over 30 minutes. I, as a parent, okay, understand some. As a parent, I'd have been up fucking set about it. But, okay. And I probably would have wanted to go to fuck in there. Yeah, and, you know, and just just got, took out of that active fucking shooter myself. Uh, it's screwed up. It, it's a screwed up situation. And, you know, like I said, after everything that happened over the last couple of years, Black Lives Matter and defunding the police and all that shit, there's a lot of... He said, she said, you should have did this, should have not did that type bullshit. But anyway, 30 minutes, these guys were standing around. One of them even took a minute to use the hand sanitizer on the wall. <laughs> it's getting a little bit out of hand, you know, especially by the media. They're, they're blowing us up. And I wonder exactly how real this video was. Because we know how the media, you know, we all know how they, they're... There's rules and there's there's regulations that the media can go by, and a lot of it leave a lot of room to fabricate stories. 
and we know this, they, they can fabricate stories in order to gain ratings. I don't know. My whole kicker is with that is what kind of fucking human being would you be as a, you know, as a head like guy at a fucking TV studio uh, in a media situation who would actually fabricate fucking stories about shootings to, I don't know if it's fake. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's fake. I really don't. But if it is fucking fake and it's a fabricated situation, it's fucked up because let's face the facts. You still have, you know, it's on TV, it's on the internet, so on and so forth. You still have people, victims' families and stuff that are watching these things. And now you're going to make them relive it over and over and over again. And it makes no fucking sense. Like, just stop. Look, you know, it's Texas. And it was it, it's, a hard, it's a horrific thing. And the left loves this. The left loves it. If you notice, the left thrives off of all this death and carnage but they only thrive off of it you know they thrive because they they salivate because they know they can push for more gun reform and gun control and all that bullshit with it and they'll they'll even gain republican okay on the side you know what i mean and and they're thriving you know like i said they're salivating at the fucking mouth there's phone coming outside their mouth like oh yeah we got this you ever notice they only do it when it's a big fucking story that makes headlines Ovadi, Texas, the fucking shooting that that caused the the term white uh, extremist up in New York, um, the uh, the shooting uh, on, on just just recently at uh, July Fourth Parade, they're headline stories. Yet you have criminals shooting each other every fucking night of the week in these the, these cities all across the country, and you don't barely hear a fucking story about it on the news and they don't give a fucking shit about that the government doesn't care about that because that's not going to help them with gun control even though that's where the the fight should really be there not here but this is where they use it and then they pull out the semi-automatic bullshit and the gun and you know it's funny watching the video i'm actually watching the video of it and i and i'm looking at and there's there's armed guards there <laughs> and they're all they're officers they're, they're, they're in uniform Okay, and they got proper riot gear on. Like some of them have, they got helmets and a fucking and body armor, or, you know, you know, bulletproof vests and not, not whole nine yards of boots and shit. Then there's a guy. He's got fucking blue jeans on. You know, he he's got a fucking flannel shirt, cowboy boots. And I'm sitting there going to myself, is this this is where I'm like, is it staged? Because did you hire fucking Walker Texas Ranger? Like, to fucking come in there and fucking save the day? Like, seriously, Chuck Norris just came to save the fucking day in Ovalde, Texas. But, you know, they're making it out. So, anyway, here in the Austin American Statesman, um, this is uh, just news, I guess, a newspaper. Uh, they're going to talk about, you know, the Ovalde school shooting video obtained by Statesman showing police's response. And I pretty much stated what the policeman's response. And I, as a parent, I would have been upset myself. I would have wanted to go in there with my own gun and, and take this kid the fuck out. But I can understand why they didn't go down the hallway. But I'll explain it to you after I read the editor's note. The video footage, audio, and events described in the story about the Uvalde school shooting are disturbing. Uh, discretion is advised, it says here. Like, no, this video that I've seen, is just, they're standing at the end of the fucking hallway waiting for him. Uh, this exclusive story and video are being made available free of charge as public service. If you value strong journalism... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm reading you their fucking sales pitch. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, the gunman walks into Rob Elementary School. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm fucking chucking you a sales pitch. I, I, I'm laughing about that now. Anyway, he walks in there moments after spraying bullets from his semi-automatic rifle outside the building and after desperate calls to 911 from inside and outside of Wally's school. He slows down to peek around a corner in the hallway. I'm talking about the... the, the uh, the, the cop, I guess, uh, hallway and flips back his hair before proceeding towards classroom. <laughs> 111 to 112. Like, they make it... The, come on, man. Even this story is a little bit fucking... He flips back his hair. What is he fucking... <laughs> you said Fabio in there to fucking do it. <laughs> this is the Walker Texas Ranger guy, probably. If he's... Yeah, the other guys had helmets on in the video I saw. If he flips back his hair... Hold on, is it? Are we, are we talking about the shooter? Are we talking about that the gunman walks into Rob Elridge School? Moments uh, after spring pulse. Ah, this is the, the shooter. I'm sorry, flips back his hair. That's right. You saw, you all saw the pictures of this kid dressed up in his fucking his skirt and a t-shirt and all that shit and makeup on and shit. Come on, man. I told you in a podcast before, 30 years ago, Billy Bob in the fucking basement with that chick in a hole and he puts the lotion on. He was fucking dressed up in women's clothes going, I'd fuck myself. And you know that. Oh, my God. It just fucking makes me laugh. All right. So seconds later, a boy uh, with neatly combed hair and glasses exited the bathroom to head back to his class. As he begins to turn the corner, he notices the gunman standing by the classroom door and then firing his first barrage. Uh, they always use big, you know, it's not a big words, barrage, but they make it sound so, you know, he, he, he fired his first shots. Uh, they will be regretting their uh, inaction forever. Experts say Wally's shooting response went horribly wrong. That's another pitch, I'm sorry. The boy turns and runs back into the bathroom. The gunman enters one of the classrooms. Children scream. The gunfire continues, stops and starts again, stops and starts again and again and again. Uh, it is almost three minutes before the three officers arrive in the same hallway and rush towards the classroom, crouching down. Then he bursts a gunfire. One officer grabs the back of his head, then quickly retreat to the end of the hallway, just below a school surveillance camera. Uh, a 77-minute video recording capture. All right, so I didn't see, I'm guessing whatever part of this video is, and I'd like to see this video. I'm going to need to watch this. Maybe I'm giving you some wrong information on this fucker, but I only saw the video of the officer standing at the end of the hallway. Uh, this one's quoting that unless they're telling you the story up to them, this and they're, again could be fabricating the story. Listen, I'm sorry if I'm wrong with it. If I watch the video and if I don't see any fucking gunfire, hear any gunfire or any of that kind of shit in the video, and I just see these gun these gunmen, not gunmen, these uh, officers standing at the end of the hallway in the video. And uh, you know what, fucking Austin American Statesman, if this is you and you're just posting bullshit to me, again, anything to gain attention. 77-minute video recording capture from the vantage point. Oh, it's fucking fun. Sorry. Fucking phone is not turned down and you're hearing... Oh, yeah, let me, let me, let me get into my phone here. Let's see, hold on one second. One night, let me put that in there. Let me go to here. Let me go to, where's my fucking, why can't, these new phones suck. Highly suck. Um, I need to get into my fucking settings. 
so I can lower. I gotta, like, get out of this, get out of that. Why I'm recording a fucking video on it? Because I do use my phone to record this video. Um, ah, ringtone is all the way up. That's why we're gonna turn it all down. So you don't have to hear all my bullshit. Uh, let's go back to this now. Let's, uh, let's continue. So anyway, 77-minute recording video, uh, of this the Ovadi text, a recording capture from the vantage point, along with body footage, uh, camera footage from one of the responding officers obtained by the American statesman and the KVUE, shows in uh, excruciating detail dozens of sworn officers, local, state, and federal, heavily armed, clad in body armor. Like I said, I saw fucking Texas Walker there. With helmets, some with protective shields, walking back and forth in the hallway, some leaving the camera frame and then re uh, reappearing. Uh, others training their, training their weapons. I guess you like using the word training. I guess turning, turning their weapons, tra training their weapons towards the classroom. Uh, they're talking, making cell phone calls, sending texts, and looking at the floor plans. Uh, but not entering or attempting to enter the classroom. I, like I said, I even saw one of them pump the uh, fucking the uh, what do you call it? Hand sanitizer thing. <laughs> It's it, it's it's sad. I don't want to laugh about it. I really don't. Uh, lives were lost, and if it was one of my kids, I'd be fucking losing my shit too. I ain't gonna lie to you, but I just really hope that I actually see some real video. I'm gonna watch this video. I want to come back to it, but it's just funny. I wanted to state it. This new video, if you can watch it, it's right here on the Austin American Statesman. Um, again, I read off of these different news sources. Not sure what this newspaper if it's right wing to left wing where it stands i read everything I'll, I'll i'll read to you from cnn i'll read to you from fox news and i'll give you my spin on it and what i think about it um what i think about the situation and i'll continue to give my spin on that um if you don't like it don't listen to me if you like it continue to listen to me and keep listening to me and like me and tell your friends about me and again if you want to talk to me uh, on real podcast one on one at gmail.com that's how you get a hold of moi uh, let's see. Let's go to some other stories because this one, I, I'm not taking too long with it, but I'm just kind of reading it. To, it's all over the place with this newspaper. But the Austin American Statesman, watch the video because if this has more to the beginning of it, the only part of the video, like I said, I saw was these cops standing at the end of the hallway, one of them even pumping the hand sanitizer, and I kind of laughed. And I could be wrong. Maybe I was wrong about the one guy. It looks like his shirt's red, but I thought it was flannel. Yeah, regardless, probably red flannel. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to story number two today. Anyway, yeah, it's Thirsty Thursday. I know I'm a little weird mood, and I really should be out going to get some beers or something. Being it's Thirsty Thursday. Anyway, Biden's, do <laughs> Biden's doctors ask or tell Joe to please not shake hands as he travels to the Middle East. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Joe, in his live video that I watched yesterday, he was pump, fist pumping, shaking hands. I mean, he literally was six inches away from guys' faces, like talking. He might as well give him a kiss, <laughs> face to face, and shit. You know, it's just it's crazy. But this one here, uh, this story here is from. Uh, let's see, this one is from News Eight. News Eight. WTNH.com. News Eight. Wherever News Eight is out of this is for use throwing you out a little love 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 why Biden's handshakes are making headlines on his middle eastern trip uh this from the hill actually it says uh i guess this is the hill it says news eight anyway 
when Israel Prime Minister uh, Yair Lapid, is that however you say it, sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, Mr. Prime Minister of uh, Israel, uh, and other Israel officials reached their hands out to President Joe Biden upon his arrival at Ben Jurion uh, Airport in, uh, on Wednesday, Biden responded with fist pumps. <laughs> fist bumps. They call it fist bumps. I, I thought it was fist pump. A fist bump? I guess it is a fist bump, not a fist pump. Yeah, because a fist pump is like, yeah, way to go, motherfucker. Yeah, that's a fist pump. All right, fist bump is when you tap him, I guess. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. All right. <laughs> that's, that's the old school of me coming out. I'm fucking, that's my, that's my age showing, you know, when you're approaching 50. Uh, but after delivering remarks at the airport, Biden joined other Israel del- uh Delegates for photo opt, uh, shaking hands with former Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, whatever, and his successor, uh, Naftali Bennett. That's an easy one. Naftali Bennett. Uh, and handshakes were perfectly ordinary for a normal diplomatic trip, but they quickly made headlines due to the White House's messaging ahead of the visit. <laughs> his aides announced on Wednesday they were aiming to reduce contact... Uh, during the trip because of the spread of dun 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 COVID-19 it's back people it's going to get you it's going to kill you it's going to send you to the hospital it's going to put you on a ventilator and you are going to die because COVID's back you better listen to the government you better follow their lead follow go here take yourself down that cattle chute be sheep the herder lead the way and take you to the promised land. Joe, the Jacobin, Joe Biden. He's going to lead you to the promised land. You will never die. You will live forever. It's like Cocoon. <laughs> That's a, Joe actually should in the movie Cocoon. They, they should have took fucking Joe Biden. You'll live forever, Joe. Come with us. Just make sure you clean up that shit that you took two minutes ago in front on the podium. He does. Every time he talks, first of all, he reads off the teleprompter. And that's the funniest part about it is I, I got to find that fucking I got to find the audio for that. I'll type that in. I'll find it. He fucked up and he read the actual he was reading off the teleprompter and he read like turn page and this and that. <laughs> and they say, oh, no, he's supposed to say that. No, or how does it end quote? Start quote. Oh, my God. Funny shit. Anyway, COVID-19. An announcement that came as questions swirl over Biden's controversial meeting with Saudi, excuse me, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman later in the trip. The White House reportedly informed Israel Prime Minister uh, Lapid's office that Biden would refrain from shaking hands due to the pandemic. The pandemic's over, Mr. White House. Please stop. Uh, House approves him, and that's the other thing. Uh, one reporter directly asked White House Press Secretary, uh, what is, her name's, is it Karen, I guess? K-A-R-I-N, Karine? Karine Jean Perez. What the fuck is she, French? Jean Perez. Karine Jean Perez. Maybe hiring French fucking people now? I, I don't know. Somebody posted, I don't know how fucking true that was, but the, the, the White House's nuclear secretary or whatever the fucking dude's in a dress standing out in front of the fucking Capitol building or some shit. <laughs> and I hope that it was just somebody just sent the fucking picture and like it made up shit. If that's really who they're fucking getting and then they get this. I'm so 
it's it's it is definitely this is definitely a clown act. It's it's a circus act, and these are the clowns. You know, they should all pile. They should paint the fucking the, the president's limo like a fucking clown car and pack them all in there in like clown makeup, Joe and clown makeup and Kamala, Kamala, whatever fuck her name is. Anyway, so it was intended to avoid a photo op with Biden shaking hands with Saudi Crown Prince, whom U.S. intelligence concluded ordered uh, ordered the killing of journalist uh, Kamal Kashish in 2018. We are saying that we're going to try to minimize contact as much as possible. Uh, Jean Prey responded. Uh, but also, there are uh, precautions that we are taking because it, this is up to his doctors. His doctors got their hands fucking full. His nurses really got their hands full. Oh, shit. The White House has kept in place uh, mitigation measures to uh, like regular COVID-19 testing for the president and those around him. But the plan raised eyebrows since Biden has regularly shaken hands at public events in recent days. Uh, during a wreath-laying ceremony later on Wednesday at uh, Yad Vashim in Holocaust Memorial in Jerusalem, Biden also grasped the hands of two Holocaust survivors as he spoke with them. Uh, it's unclear whether handshakes will be part of the next leg of Biden's trip. Uh, asked on Monday if Biden would be photographed shaking hands with the Crown Prince during the trip, Jake Sullivan, his national security advisor, said the two would meet, but he said was uh, leaving the precise uh, model it's, uh, to the trip organizers. Two days later... Uh, as he announced Biden was uh, reducing contact during the trip, Sullivan declined to say uh, if that meant handshakes were off the table. Oh, Jesus Christ. I uh, I think, it says here, I think just the simplest way for me to put it is that we are in a phase of the pandemic right now where we're looking to increase masking, reduce contact, minimize the spread. Uh, he said Wednesday that the approaches we're taking, uh, ha how exactly that plays out in any given interaction is something that we will see unfold. Oh, they're looking to increase masking on you people and lock you to fuck down again soon. Uh, this fucking administration is a joke. Biden pledged during his... Pro Philadelphia tried the masking thing and it lasted for literally not even a day because people were walking in stores like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, <laughs> fuck you. I ain't masking shit up. Biden pledged during his presidential campaign that he would make Saudi Arabia a, 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 a power state uh, after the killing of Khashoggi. Khashoggi. A Saudi uh, descendant and columnist for the Washington Post, whom U.S. intelligence concluded was murdered at the orders of Saudi Crown Prince. Yeah, you remember when it all went down. The president has come under uh, widespread criticism for his decision to visit Saudi Arabia, which Biden has recently defended as helping keep the United States strong and secure. The Washington, yeah, because he's there to beg them for fucking oil after he just sent barrels upon barrels upon barrels to fucking China of all places where his fucking son was doing his fucking little uh let's make up some money uh daddy 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 pedophile or whatever the fuck you called him oh god anyway pet 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 something pedof pedof daddy he called him or some shit like a pedophile type thing is yeah it's it's fucked up 
It's really fucked up. So, you know, Saudi Arabia, also a key player in global oil supplies, though Biden has played down suggestions that reducing gas prices is an impetus for the trip. Yeah, right. Uh, Biden uh, heads to Saudi Arabia on Friday. You know he's going there to beg, please, can you sell us your oil? Don't hear China. Don't you buy Russians oil. China was like, thank you very much for all this fucking free oil. We're still buying from China, you fucking old, or from Russia, you old fucking dick. But anyway, let's move on to something a little, 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 little more thing. And we're going to take it into a different type of uh, aspect right here. We're going we're gonna to stay with Saudi. Saudi Arabia and big oil. We're going to stay with them. Except we're going to talk about one of the greatest sports in world history. Golf, people, golf. I love golf. I'm a golfer. I love golf. But let's talk about golf. And let's talk about the live uh, the live golf program that's going on in Saudi Arabia. Anyway, Tiger Woods, of all people, is not behind live. So in this, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the, the live. This is in um, uh, Barstool, I think it is. This might be Barstool's. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't tell me fucking BR. Who, what's BR? Is, Bar, is that Barstool? Barstool Sports, maybe? Anyway, and this might be Barstool Sports. But let's go with it. Let's do it. Tiger Woods rips live golfers. Uh, they've turned on the, they turned their backs on the PGA Tour, uh, Tiger states. All right, so Tiger Woods has questioned whether the massive guaranteed contracts being handed out by Liv Goff will, will cause younger players to lose their competitive fire. Speaking Tuesday ahead of the 2022 Open Championship on the legendary old course at St. Andrews, Woods urged... Uh, or I'm sorry, argued golfers who jumped to the rival tour turned their backs on what has allowed them to get to this position. He also uh, wondered uh, whether future decisions about world ranking points and the potential uh, inability to play in major tournaments were considered. Uh, Let's see, Live Golf officials made a... uh, Concerned effort to convince Woods to make the jump, which would have been game-changing in Liv effort, Liv's effort to secure more fan support. Of course, they want Tiger. Who doesn't want Tiger? It's Tiger fucking Woods. Tiger Woods is now the face of the PGA. Don't matter who the fuck comes in there right now. Like Everybody's great. Love Rory. Love all the new guys. Uh, in the old guys, you love Greg Norman. You love you you love everybody. Even you know you, you go back it Nichols uh, Nicholas and all those guys. And Tiger Woods just is the face of golf. No matter how you look at it, everybody wants to golf because of Tiger. Anyway, Greg Norman, a two-time major champion, who's the CEO of Saudi Arabia Back Tour, told Bob Kent. Uh, Bab of the Washington Post in June, they made a proposal to Woods that was mind-boggling enormous. Of course, it's Saudi Arabian oil money. Uh, we're talking about high nine digits. Woods, who's struggling with injuries in recent years and could have benefited from the 54-hole 54, 54 no-cut event events, turned the offer down and maintained his allegiance to the PGA Tour. Good for you, Tiger. Stand your ground. He has enough fucking money. Your Saudi money, it don't mean shit to him. Yeah, oil money. Your dirty oil money. Uh, this, that Joe Biden has a lot of dirty oil money. We all know that. The situation has caused a rift between players who've remained loyal to the PGA Tour and those who've accepted the offers of General uh, Gen- 
generational wealth, generational, I can't even speak tonight, generational wealth to compete on live, which has often been described as a sports washing campaign by Saudi Arabia. Rory McElroy, I was going to call him McElroy. Rory McElroy, the most outspoken anti-live golfer in recent months, said Tuesday it would be better for the health of the sport if the PGA Tour player wins the Open Championship this weekend. Selfishly, for me, yes, McElroy McElroy, McElroy told reporters, but at the end of the day, anyone that's here has the same opportunity to go out there and try to win a... uh, a claret jug, uh, regardless of what tour they play on or whatever that is, whoever wins here at the end of the week should be uh, commended for one of the greatest achievement, achievements this game has to offer. Tiger needs to win that motherfucker this week. Uh, the four, I don't even know how he did today. I, didn't even, I haven't watched it. I have to go down and watch him. The four major tournaments, which are separated, uh, are separate entities from the PGA Tour, have allowed players to compete. Right, regardless of their tour, um, a lot of uncertainty exists moving forward. However, uh, forward, however, and that increased further Monday when it was reported the U.S. Department of Justice is investigating potential uh, anti-competitive behavior by the PGA Tour in regards to Live Golf. Oh God! Now it's getting legal, huh? The PGA Tour has banned players who competed in the Live Tournament from its events, and uh, and an extended legal battle may lie ahead to determine whether that's permissible, since the players are independent contractors. Yeah, I mean they they play. This reminds me. You know what it is? You know it's funny. A lot of fucking money there. Obviously, it's dirty, dirty oil money. But this is also Saudi Arabia. Okay, it's a whole other country. I have a story, a friend who played uh, NHL hockey two seasons with the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, it wasn't working out for him here. Uh, he got bumped down. Russia offered him a million dollars to play there. One year, a million dollars. Come here, you could play. He went, he played. They gave him some money right off the bat, but they told him to give him a million. After he was done playing, they told him to take a hike. They didn't get any more after that. He got screwed. I wonder how many of these guys are going to get screwed from Saudi and they're going to be like, yep, no, oh, money. What the money? Oh, you won? Oh, here, here's your trophy. What the, what the money? Ooh, there's no money. What the fuck? The Simpsons. Uh, when Homer, I think, had the million-dollar bill. <laughs> he went over and he saw, uh, what's his name in Cuba? And he's hugging, smoking a cigar. He's like, what, what, what the bill? That's what these Saudi princes are going to be like. Well, what money? What's that, Dustin Johnson? What money did you make? None. Dustin Johnson's Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, and Phil Mickelson are among the high-profile golfers who've made the move to live. Phil, I'm sorry, man. I love Phil. Lefty, you know, I love him. But God damn it, you sold out, you son of a bitch. It's unclear where the situation will go from here. But it's a major win for the PGA Tour to have Tiger in its corner. Absolutely 100% it is. Tiger, you are the fucking man. You are the fucking face of golf. God bless you. Fucking you're awesome. Sex addiction or not, I know you love the fucking snatch. It's great. Continue to keep doing it. Fuck it. You're the man. Don't matter what people say about you. I love you. I love golf. And I love just 
everything about the game. It's fucking great. Let's move on to something else. Let's move on to something a little more pissed off about the American people. Let's talk about our economy. <laughs> Ooh, that's a sticky situation, ain't it? Uh, inflation. Inflation. U.S. inflation hit a 40-year high in June, driven by a record gas prices. That's what it's been driving up. June consumer prices, man. Gasoline is up 59.9% from 2021. 59.9% from 2021. Hold on. Okay. If you pay $5... At the pump. 2021, you were paying $2.50 a gallon. $2.50. You were paying less than that. It's 59.9. That's 50% of $5 is $2.50. You were paying almost 60% less a year ago. Okay? Food. Food. 10.4%. 10.4% up from last year. I think that's what it says. I can't. This is a video, so I, can, I can't really get that out of the way. Shelter. Your home. your Where you live. What you're doing. 5.6% higher than 2021. Uh, let's see. This from CNN. We all love you, CNN. You're so great. You're like the best fucking media source out there. Suck, but anyway, CNN inflation surged to a new pandemic era peak in June, with U.S. consumer prices jumping by 9.1 percent year over year, according to fresh data released Wednesday by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Okay, Jimmy Carter walked into a presidency of a shit show, and we all knew it did. He walked into a shit show, didn't change anything, didn't, didn't, didn't. He just never made anything better. He walked into a shit show and never made anything better. This guy walked into decent things and destroyed it. He's the worst president in American history, hands down. But yet he still has people backing him. There are still people who would vote for him over Donald Trump in the next election if it was the two. That's the sad fucking thing about this. Yet Donald Trump gave you a better you know, better living. He gave you a better living. No matter how you look at it. No matter how you slice it. And I know people, well, COVID came and he fought. Listen, before COVID, take COVID out of the fucking equation. COVID is no longer, people. Please stop allowing the government, our government, to fucking mind-boggling control you with COVID. It's COVID. It's COVID. COVID. COVID's going to be here for fucking ever. COVID is the new flu, and it's here for another fucking, it's been here two years, it's here for another 98 years. Until the new one, next one fucking shows up, okay? And they're using it as a tool against you to fucking mind-boggle you to think that, oh, COVID, no, 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 no. Donald Trump's America, just before COVID hit, I'll take it any day in a fucking week over any president in my lifetime to where it actually affected me in my lifetime. I'm not talking about when I was eight. I'm talking about like my actual lifetime where I was like 16, 17. When I got to that point and the rest of my life, you know, where I'm driving a car, I'm buying gas, I'm going out and buying food at McD's, and I'm hanging out with my friends, and I'm buying clothes at the mall. From that point on to now, paying rent, I had a house before, so on and so forth, new cars, this, that. I'll take President Donald Trump's fucking pre-COVID America any day of the week over any president in my lifetime that actually was that part of that point. So anyway, 
Let's get back to the story. That's the highest level in more than 40 years and higher than the previous reading. When prices rose by 8.6% for the year ended in May. It is also much higher than the 8.8% that economists had predicted according to uh, Refinitiv. I guess that's whatever the new thing. U.S. inflation rises sharply. The consumer price index rose 9.1% in the last 12 months ending in June. Not adjusted for seasonal swings. Understand something. It's, this isn't even like the, the, the winter price. This isn't the winter. 9.1% up. And, and we're not even in the winter yet. We're in the middle of the summer. Yeah, you got your air conditioner kicking, your pool's running the filter, but winter comes and your heater kicks up and now it's time to buy that oil, that real pricey fucking oil out there. You're going to be going, I got to freeze this year because Joe Biden's a fucking idiot. All, all the while, you all bitched. Where's, where's, where's Trump at? Oh, Trump, Trump's golfing again? Trump's golfing again? Joe Biden, every fucking weekend, pretty much except this weekend, he's in Saudi, but every fucking weekend, he's in fucking Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Rehoboth. Go to Rehoboth. You'll see him riding a bike and falling and shit. You'll see him on the fucking beach. Hopefully, he gets fucking chomped by a shark. Anyway... The consumer price index rose 9.1% in the last 12 months, ending in June, not adjusted for seasonal swings. The consumer price index for June also showed that overall prices that consumers pay for a variety of goods and services rose by 1.3% from May to June. So it went up another almost point and a half in literally a month. Much of of June increase was driven by the, a, a jump in gasoline prices, which were nearly 60% over the year. Uh, Americans faced high, uh, record high gas prices last month, with the national average topping $5 a gallon. And it's just below 5 still. I mean, it's 470 something regular. I don't even think that's a national average, though. For, it's, it's probably $5. Across the country, electricity and natural gas prices also rose by 13.7% and 38.4%. Funny fucking thing is that Philadelphia Gas Company... Oh, excuse me, added some fucking charge to their bills, which which really put a lot of people, like, fucking up in arms. I got even hit. It was like 35 bucks for me, which whatever. An extra charge, I'm saying, on top. My bill should have been like 35 and it ended up being 70 But people were paying, like, there's there's companies out there that were paying like five $600 for this uh, winterization bill. Like some kind of fucking whatever they I don't I don't even understand it. Nobody could understand it, and that you were being charged for it. It was ridiculous, and they have to give back all kinds of fucking money because of it. It's not fucking right. Twelve month period ended in June. Overall, energy prices rose by forty one point six percent year over year. Uh, the increases, however, were felt across all categories. Prices for food at home were up twelve point two percent. So I guess that was 12.2, not 10.2. Over the uh, the year with eggs up 33.1%. I noticed that because I eat eggs every single morning. Um, and I noticed my eggs are like $3.85. It's ridiculous. Uh, butter's up 21.3%. Milk up 16.4%. Chicken is up 18.6%. We're talking fucking chickens. You remember just a couple, what was it, a year ago, two years ago, whenever it started, the chicken wing fucking deal? And it's still, you go to the fucking pizza place, and chicken wings, you look at the prices, you see prices for your cheesesteaks, your hoagies, your pizzas, your fucking calzones over here, your french fries and all that shit, and then you get the chicken wings. It'll have 10, 20, 30. You look over at the prices, and they're all scratched out. And it's like, they just make it up. When you, you How much are your wings today? I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll, $20 for 10. What? 20 bucks? <laughs> like... For 10. 
Are you fucking out of your mind? Hey, the price of chicken. It's chicken. They're chickens. We don't have a shortage of fucking chickens. What the fuck is going on here? Coffee's up 15.8%. Juan Valdez is fucking rolling into money right now. Shelter cost is up 5.6%. Thank God, knock wood. My rent hasn't gone up here. I mean, my fucking... My, my landlords... Chinese people. China. Chinese people. Great people. They're great. I'm going to say they're great people. They live here. They, they're a young couple. They, they, I guess they look at it like I'm a good guy. Make, my, make sure my payments are there, so on and so forth. And they, I, I don't bug them. If something breaks, wood or something, that I fix it. As long as it's something that's fixable. If it's something big, you know, I get a call. But, uh, you know, like my water heater went. I'm not going to fucking go spend 800 bucks on a water heater. No, that's up to that. But, like, if it's, it's something stupid, leaky faucet or something, I'll fix it. You know what I mean? I don't bother them. And they love me for that. That's, and that's why I think they don't fucking, I don't know. Anyway, tackling inflation is a top priority, according to Mr. Joe Biden. President Joe Biden said Wednesday uh, the June CPI inflation reading was unacceptably high, uh, but noted that it is also out of date. Since gas prices have lowered in the last 30 days, gasoline and crude oil prices are now below $100 a barrel. They were below $100 a barrel when it was 3 bucks or 250 like why it, it's not it's i get it it's price gouging and understand something this is where the left wants to fight me all the time and i, I think i might have said this in the last podcast before i get what you're saying it's a corporation it's price gouging look at it, it's corporate greed listen if you got a goddamn government and an administration in there who's not going to stop you from doing it you can have a you can have a security guard at a bank guarding the vault and if the guard stands back and puts his crosses his arm, he's like, go ahead and fuck in there. Take what you want. I, yeah, fucking right. Thanks, dude. I'm going to take what I want. That's what they're doing. Our government is not stepping in. They're not setting any kind of restrictions. They're not stopping this. They're allowing the price gouging to happen. So who's really to blame? Stop fucking blaming the price gouging by the CEOs. Oh, the CEOs are making a ton of money. They're not stupid. The fucking, they're being allowed to do this. They're going to do it. They're going to take total advantage of making as much wealth as they possibly can. Do you remember what I said before about COVID when it hit and we had the fucking, um, the biggest transfer of big wealth ever? It's still happening, people. A transfer of big wealth. I said this before and understand me. Joe Biden handed China our oil, gave it to them, Okay. They will use it or they will sell it out to other people. We'll buy it back from fucking Saudi Arabia at a bigger price and we're going to pay for our own oil back at some point. Since we're buying it from a foreign entity, Joe Biden and all his fucking, he has big money. His investments are in big foreign oil. He's getting fucking richer and richer and richer and richer. He, this is treason, people. Joe Biden's administration, it's treason. And we're allowing it to happen. You're allowing it to happen. As long as the fuck we keep importing oil, Joe Biden's making more money and more money and more money and more money. Constantly making the money. His son knew nothing about big oil. His son knew nothing about business, yet he worked for one of the biggest oil companies, foreign entity oil companies out there, Burisma. Made a very lucrative fucking business out of it. Buying oil, selling oil to China. China was getting kickbacks, money from... uh, That's... That money... Oh, my God. 
It's so corrupt and it's right under our noses and we do nothing about it. Energy alone compromised nearly half of the monthly increases in inflation, Biden said. Today's data does not reflect the full impact of nearly 30 days of decreases in gas prices that have reduced the price at the pump by about 40 cents since mid-June. Those savings are providing important breathing room for American families and other commodities like what we've had fallen sharply since the report. Biden also reiterated that tackling inflation is his top priority. This guy is not doing shit. He doesn't plan on doing shit. He is a waste of fucking space. He is a waste of fucking space in the Oval Office. Get him out of there. Get him. But don't put Kamala in there. Then we're really fucked. Oh, my God. The typical American household now needs to spend $493 more per month to buy the same goods and service that they did last this time last year, says Mark Zandi, chief economist at Moody's uh, Analytics. Uh, and as prices continue to rise, they're also outstripping wage gains. Of course they are. Never It never weighs out. Real average... Uh, Hourly earnings, which uh, represented wage growth adjusted for inflation, slumped 1% by May to June and are down 3.6% from June 21, according to separate BLS data released on Wednesday. It just gets further and further, and it's just seeing how this might impact rate hikes. It's going to impact rate hikes. But you got left-wing people saying, well, the rate hikes are great. It's going to bring down the prices of the homes and this and that. Are you buying a house? Like, I hate when somebody who's not buying a house says that. And I mean, it's great if you're going to bring down the price of the fucking house. The pr- You know, the dropping of the rate is going to drop the housing market a little fucking bit better. And it's going to make more... It's, everything's going to be a little bit... The raising of the rate, first of all, it's going to impact because it's going to raise rates. It's going to bring down the houses. But who cares? If you can't afford the fucking house, it don't fucking matter, right? Because the rates are high. Oh, but it'll all fix everything. This is Joe Biden. This is how we we raise interest rates to fix the problems instead of just fucking drilling here, getting our own oil, being energy independent, bringing jobs back, getting our fucking economy booming and going again. This guy just wants to fucking drop money like it's fucking water. He plays with our fucking money. It's our tax money. He plays with it like it's monopoly money. It's fake. This guy's a joke. It's a fucking joke. This administration's a joke, and I'm getting tired of it. I really am. It's just, it's sad. I'm only one guy, and I can't do nothing about it, but I can talk about it on here, and I can vent. And you can vent with me on realpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you can talk to me. If you like me, like me. Tell your fucking friends about it. Gotta get this out there, you know? I just, this is my spin. This is CNN fucking writing this shit. This is my spin on it. That's all. Oh, you know, think about it. This is what CNN has to say, how this might impact rate hikes. You want me to read it to you really quick? I'll read it. Stripping out food and energy costs, which tend to represent transitory uh, fluctuations. Core CPI prices rose by about 0.7% from May to June and by 5.9% for the 12-month period ending in June. The Federal Reserve pays particular attention to that core data when assessing future inflation. Inflate, oh God, I cannot speak. Inflationary trends. Jesus. Uh, and the latest numbers likely give the central bank a green light to continue with its agri- uh, aggressive series of rate hikes to cool off the economy and bring down higher prices. The Fed is widely expected to raise its benchmark interest rate by at least 75 basis points 
at its next uh, monetary policy-making meeting on July 26th and 27th. While it's too soon to say whether inflation has peaked, especially given the border <laughs> volatility within the global economy, come on. Think about this with the border shit. You got people flying across the fucking border by the tens of thousands. Inflation, like, come on. Oh, God. Break down the economy. If anybody's bringing down the economy, it's these people. They come over here and they work for cash. And then they send the cash back there. And then more of them come across to work for cash. Yeah. Core inflation appears to have leveled off. Ah, the expectations are for it to continue to come down in the year-over-year comparison. It's a Colin Birch, Global Economics at the Economist Intelligence Unit. Uh, whatever, what everyone's worried about is this day's inflation data or what happened yesterday. So the Fed is having to work with backward-looking information in order to make forward-looking decisions, he said. I think they are going to decide to focus on keeping inflation expectations uh, anchored. Uh, reassuring the market, and that means the higher interest rate hikes, but it brings more recession risks moving forward. We're done. This country is just, as long as you have this administration in there, they're burning it from the inside out. They're just dumping the gas inside and letting it burn, and we're just fucked. We're done. As, as American people, your middle-class economy people, who your working-class people who are actually trying to have a decent home, make a decent living, have a decent car out in the driveway, you are going to struggle, and it's sad. I do this, and I, I explain this to my daughter today. It's funny. I get passionate about what I say, what I do on here and why I argue about what's going on in this country. Like, I, I give her, she's part of the LGBTQ community, and she has stickers on her car that show that. And I said to her, you might want to think about taking the stickers off your car. And this is, I just care about my kids. I say, you know, you might want to consider taking the stickers off your car because you really don't want to advertise your sexuality. And she's like, but that's me. This is how I feel. And it's like, I get it. I know how you feel. And I know you really want to advertise. But this could just bring negative energy to you. You're going to get that asshole who might come down and look at your stickers and go, look at this fucking queer bitch. And, or whoever, you know what I mean? And, 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 and stop a fucking big dent in the side of your door on your car. And then now you've got a big dent in your car. You can't afford to fix it. Or it costs you a fucking thousand dollars to get fixed. All because you had a sticker on your window. It could have been avoided. And I know you should be able to live the way you want to live. And I'm totally for that. But there are assholes in the world. There are assholes in the world. It don't really matter. There are assholes out there. You know, but I do all this and I speak about this and this is why I say it because I care about my kids. I look at my life, almost 50, when am I going to live another 20, 25 years maybe, 30 if I'm lucky, you know, maybe maybe in my 70s, that's my, my family basically lives. And I look at it like this, I'm doing all this and saying all this and trying to fight for all this for my kids. It ain't even about me. It ain't about me. I want them to have, share the same fucking freedoms, the same things that I did. And if they have kids, I want them to be able to share the same shit that I did too. I don't want them to struggle through life. And that's all it's going to be. You are going to own nothing and be happy. That's what the government seems to think. You, you're not going to have nothing. The government will have things. You won't. They'll have the nice big house. They'll have a nice car. They'll drive down the road while you sit in a cubicle type fucking apartment with nothing. With fucking virtual reality goggles on doing your work and doing this you'll take them off to eat to shower 
You'll put them back on to talk to your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife. You'll, you'll, you'll take them off. You'll go to bed. you wake up. you do the same thing the next day. And they won't cost you nothing. They won't do anything. But it, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. We live in a fucked up world. That's how it's going to work. And that's where we're... That's the, that's the direction we're heading unless we, the people, do something. January 6th to me was unacceptable. It really was. But... Stop telling me how fucking bad it was compared to the BLM riots and shit. It really wasn't. To me, January 6th was a fucking... That was basically a trial run to taking the government back. A we the people situation. We the people by the people, not a we the government by the government. You're never going to... These people are never going to hand the control over to you. They're never going to say, we're sorry, hands up, here's the white flag. It's going to have to be taken by force. They did a poll, and one out of four people, I think it was one out of four people, said that they think that this country will have to be taken back government-wise by force, which is fucked up, you know? There's a lot of polls been going on. Polls for Joe Biden, you know? (laughs) Democrats. Fucking, what was it? Two out of three Democrats fucking will not vote for Biden again. But see, I don't think that's totally right, because I look at it like this. They won't vote vote for Biden again if there's somebody else. If it's Trump going against him, they'll vote for Biden again. That's how I look at it. They will they will fucking I'm telling you, they'll cut their head off because they got a headache before they get the aspirin. It's 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 sad, but that's how it works. That's how it works. He's just there's something about Trump that nobody likes, and I just don't really get it. I don't understand it, but uh, it's just me. I had no problem with the guy. I don't care what he says, I don't care about his demeanor. I don't think he was really trying to be any kind of dictator. If anything, I think that this 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 administration's the dictatorship administration. They're the ones telling you what to do, how to live. They're the one fucking up your life. They're the ones that are looking for control. Joe Biden himself used the term the new liberal world order. He used that term literally in a sentence. And again, like I said, he can't even read off a teleprompter. You've got to look that one up. Look up Joe Biden flubs teleprompter. It's it's funny. Listen to that. Uh, let's see if I can. Maybe I can really find it really quick. Let's see. Uh, Joe, I don't type very fast. Joe Biden uh, teleprompter. Teleprompt. Teleprompter. Hopefully, I don't think they'll have it on here. Let's see. Did I didn't read directions to repeat? Yeah. Let's see if this gives. Give me. Give me the video, please. Give me the video. Did President Joe Biden read? You got the video. Where's that gonna happen? Come on, man. He did. I want the video. Where did? Tim Pool had the video. It was fucking fantastic. Wait. Here we go. Teleprompter. Does. Is this it? Two days ago. Let's see if this is it. Let's see if Joe Biden. Embarrassing. I don't know. Maybe this is not it. Nothing's coming up anyway, is it? Mr. Joseph Biden. Mr. Biden. Let's see. Let's go here. Repeat the line. Joe Biden. Mock for reading the teleprompter. Come on. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Mr. Biden. Uh, you got to go through a fucking. Sorry, people. You got to go through a commercial. You know, I, I read the commercials, but here we go. Majority rights, and I quote: "Women, I'm just a quote now from the, the majority. Women are not without electoral or political power. It is noteworthy 
that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. <laughs> Repeat the line. Women are not without. Yeah, you can see he's looking top. He's like looking at the top. Not Andor or political. <laughs> he's actually like. He was getting in closer to see, like, oh my god, what does it say? I can't tell what it says. He was getting in closer. He's like, let me, let me repeat this. Let me say it. He can't even read off the teleprompter. It, it, Kamala Harris is standing next to him, and I could tell, like, she's dumb as a box of rocks, and even she was embarrassed by it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, with that note, people, I love you, man. Stay American. I'll talk to you next week. It was a good one. Now I had to leave you with that laugh. See you.